Welcome to the Higher Ed Retire Podcast with your host, Greg Shepard. Greg is a fee-only financial advisor who specializes in helping those in higher education to take control of their retirement. Since 2001, Greg has helped employees all over the country make the most of their retirement plans. Hey there, folks. Greg Shepard here. I'm your host of the Higher Ed Retire Podcast. For those of you that have listened before, hey, I welcome you back. I can't believe you actually tuned back in to listen to me ramble on about higher ed retirement plans. For those of you that are new, again, Greg Shepard, I have an investment advisory firm. I am based out of Kansas City. However, I help folks like you all over the country. I specialize in helping those in higher education navigate their retirement plan and get the most out of their retirement plan. I I, I pride myself on sharing information like we're going to do here today that you, I shouldn't say can't find anywhere else, but you probably won't find it anywhere else because I've been doing this for 20 years, and I know the ins and outs of these retirement plans honestly better than HR, okay? And I'm not afraid to say that. And, and most times better than the actual vendors themselves, okay? So that's for another podcast. What we're going to do here today is talk about how you, as an employee, can gain access to ESG. That stands for Environment, Social, Governance, and green energy or green type investments, okay? Companies that do good environmentally, all right? Very simply put. Now, as we go along here in this podcast and you find yourself in the weeds, you are not alone. I've done this long enough to know that uh, this happens, okay? So I do this every day, uh, all day, every day. So I tend to talk quickly and I try to bring it down to a level that you can understand. But uh, for those of you that are just having a hard time following, folks, contact me. You're not going to be the first one to do so. My email is greg at shepherdfinancial.com. Shepherd is S-H-E-P-A-R-D. Phone number, I'm in the Kansas City area, 913-521-2381. You do not have to be a client of mine for me to help you out. Okay, let's get rolling here. So what we're going to do here, I'm going to talk about well, let me back up. This is not a podcast for me to talk about ESG investments, green energy investments, okay? So that's for you to find out yourself what those are. Now, I know what those are because I'm certified to actually talk intelligently about that. Yes, I did pass an exam for me to, <laughs> I guess, talk intelligently about these investments, but I'm not going to do that here today. I'm going to talk about how you can accomplish well, let me, let me reword it, how you can get or gain access to these types of investments, okay? Unbeknownst to a lot of folks out there just like yourself, you can get these sector investments as well as any sector out there that you can think of, okay? You can accomplish this by opening up what's called a brokerage link account. What is a brokerage link account, you ask? Great question. Well, coincidentally, I have a podcast on that. You can find that on my website, safinancialservices.com. Click on the podcast tab, and you can probably find it from there. I'm not going to talk about the features of Brokerage Link. Just know that you must have this feature in order to do what I'm about to say, okay? Now, most of you are going to have this feature out there. Exceptions. Uh, let's think about this. So, um, and this is kind of a programming note. This, isn't, this is not going to apply to everyone out there listening, Examples, uh, Arizona. Okay, so I have a lot of listeners and clients in uh, ABOR, Arizona Board of Regents. 
So if you're in ABOR and you have the ASRS, Arizona State Retirement System, that's their pension. This ain't going to do you any good, okay? This is, this is not for you. You can't accomplish what I'm going to tell you. Another example, uh, Nebraska. Okay, so I have quite a few listeners and clients in, in the Nebraska system. You do not have access to Brokerage Link at all, okay? Why, you ask? I don't have a clue. I think it's to your disadvantage, but um, I'm not making the, the, the decisions over there. Uh, most of you out there are going to have access to Brokerage Link. Now, let's break it down even more, okay? So, something that's kind of new, a, a new type of account within higher ed institutions, new being a few years, 401As. So it's, an, it's imperative, it's important that you know what kind of accounts you have. Okay, you're going to have, now if you have a pension, okay, that's great. This does not apply to pensions. If you have a 401A, 403B, 457s, the rules are a little different in those accounts, all those accounts. Actually, the 457 is similar to the 403B, but let's start with the 401A. So for those of you that have a 401A, you actually have access to what's called ETFs. Now, I'm not going to get into the ins and outs of the ETF. ETFs, in my opinion, are a fantastic way to invest in sectors cheaply, okay, inexpensively. ETFs are nothing more than a bunch. It's like a mutual fund, only it's traded daily like a stock. So it's like a mutual fund. It has a bunch of stocks packed into this one investment. But what's good about using this type of investment vehicle for sectors, it's a lot easier to invest in an ETF that invests in ESG type companies or green energy rather than you or myself going out and picking particular mutual funds or particular investments that only invest in like wind, solar, um, water, okay, or a certain type of industry that is an ESG, okay? So it, it makes it simpler, okay, rather than me rambling on. So you buy an ETF that invests in ESG or um, alternative energy, and you're buying a bunch of companies that do just that. So you don't have to go in and pick and choose. So again, I'll reiterate, if you have a 401A, that's an awesome account because you do have access to ETFs. You do have access to mutual funds as well, but also ETFs. That's a big, uh, I shouldn't say misnomer. It's just, it's just information that's not known. Okay, and where where would you find that out? It's not that you've done a bad job of educating yourself. There's nowhere to get this type of education other than Higher Ed Retire Podcast, right? Now, let's move on to the 403Bs. This is where the majority of you out there fall, okay? You have a 403B. Now, what I'm about to tell you, uh, it's not contradictory, but what I what I would have said probably a month ago is that you only have access to mutual funds, which is not a bad thing. By the way, Brokerage Link opens this portal, this investment portal, where you have access to thousands of investments. Now, all of you, if you don't have Brokerage Link, you're gonna have the core lineup of, invest of investments or a target date fund. Most of you that have done nothing, all of you that have done nothing, will have a target date fund. But if you've chosen between these core investments, you might have 20, you know, 25, 30, you know, 40 tops investments to choose from. All of a sudden, you add this brokerage link feature and bingo, 
um, you have access to thousands of investments. Okay, so for the 403B account holder, again, a month ago, I would have said you only have access to mutual funds. Folks, I just stumbled across an institution. I, got, I gained a new client, and we opened up. He has a 401A, a 403B, and a 457. So what we did with this new client is what we always do. We went in and opened up a broker's link account for all of his accounts, all of his, um, you know, he had a 401A, 457, and a 403B. All of those accounts allowed for the broker's link feature, so we did that. And then I did my normal thing, and we use Fidelity for this. I went on Fidelity's website and started buying him investments, only I stumbled, uh, what's the correct word? It's not that I made a mistake, but I was inside his 403B, and I bought an ETF thinking I was in his 401A. And I it accepted it, so I it was I, I was shocked. So this university that I've been dealing with for many many years, all of a sudden I was just made aware that we could buy ETFs in the 403B. This is game changing. Okay, so we did that of course for this individual, and we bought all ETFs in the 401. Not all, mostly ETFs in his 401A, 403B, and 457. Then I've subsequently went into all of my clients' accounts at this university and started changing them up. I like ETFs, like I said, especially when you can get into sectors, okay? And here we're talking about ESG, more environmentally friendly investments and alternative energy. That's a sector we're talking about here. Most of you out there with 403Bs, you're only going to have access to mutual funds, which is perfectly fine. I've been doing that for years upon years. There's more alternative slash ESG investments via mutual funds than you need. No problem accessing that sector through mutual funds. Now, what I want to do, uh, I suppose it's lastly, is move on to a real case study I have currently. So I have a client that is big, was big, is big, still big, into what we're talking about, ESG and alternative energy. She came to my office, uh, geez, maybe a couple of years ago, maybe less than that, right before COVID, uh, late 2019, okay, however long ago that was. She had an initiative she wanted to accomplish, and she wanted to her whole entire portfolio to be in investments that invest in companies that do good. You know, the definition of do good is, is, is broad. So, but she had her, her, her wish list. And this was a challenge for me because I'd never done something like this for a client inside their higher ed institution retirement plan. We, we've done this before for clients outside, like in a rollover IRA, but never inside a higher ed retirement plan. So I said, great, let me figure it out. Uh, I'll get back to you and all that fun stuff. So away I went and make not, not a long story, uh, just a story short, we accomplished it. Now, why, why is this cool? Because not only did we invest, or she, with the help of me, invest in ESG and alternative energy investments on the equity side, on the stock side, we also accomplished it on the bond side. So that was exciting for her. And on the bond side, all you're looking at are companies that, in air quotes, do good, that issue bonds, that issue debt, okay? That's, that's, that's pretty simple. 
but you have to know what you're doing in order to find those types of companies. So she has her entire portfolio in quote unquote here, do good companies. She's thrilled. Also check this out. We did this without sacrificing investment performance. Historical, at least, of course. As we all know, we can't see into the future. So to reiterate, we got her an ESG, 100% ESG alternative energy investments without sacrificing investment performance. Now, one thing we did sacrifice a little bit are costs, which she was fine with. Costs weren't, weren't outrageous at all because we were getting into majority ETFs, which are typically cheap by nature. So there you have it. That's pretty much it for today. Most likely you can accomplish this as well through your retirement plan. It just takes energy and effort to do it. And of course, if you want me to help you out, contact me and I can walk you through this. I can talk to you and and screen share, all that fun stuff that technology allows us to do, I can help you out. Email greg at shepherdfinancial.com. Shepherd is S-H-E-P-A-R-D. Phone number in Kansas City, 913-521-2381. My website is safinancialservices.com. You will find many other podcasts related to your higher ed institution retirement plan. Folks, I do appreciate you listening as I always do. I'm always astonished by how much feedback I get back from this silly little podcast. So keep listening, folks. I do appreciate it. As always, take control of your retirement today. Thanks for listening to the Higher Ed Retire Podcast. Just because this episode is over doesn't mean you can't continue your retirement journey. Please visit www.higheredretire.com to see how you can work with Greg or to simply ask him a question. Thanks again. S&A Financial Services is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.